0: Well, good Friday morning, everybody. It is the 17th of December, and my title today is Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord God Almighty. This is one of my favorite passages. It was a dark and dangerous time to be part of the nation of Israel. There had been a secession of both good kings and bad kings. One of the good guys was King Uzziah. And under his rule, the nation had prospered, and they lived in relative peace among their neighbors, and he reigned for 42 years until he was suddenly struck with leprosy. His strength caused him to be proud, and he felt like, you know what, I can go ahead and burn some incense in the temple. That's not a big deal. But it was the responsibilities of the priests and the priest alone to do that. So when Uzziah went in to burn the incense, which only the priests were supposed to do, he was confronted by one of the 80 priests that followed him in. However, his pride stepped in, and when he needed patience and humility, were told that he became angry and was, quote, was raging at the priests, end quote. However, when he turned around to face the priests they all noticed that there was something going on on his forehead. He was developing leprosy right in front of their very eyes and it was spreading over his body. So actually his son took over his position as king and it wasn't too much longer that Uzziah died. Now when a good king dies it can create a fearful time for the people, especially if he was a really good king, which Uzziah was. He had established peace and protected the people from their neighbors who were always looking for a fight. However, with Uzziah dead, plans were being made for an invasion. But God did something special to give his people some hope. He took the prophet Isaiah up into heaven for a little one-on-one conversation and we read about this in Isaiah 6 and there are some incredible things that we're going to learn that happened to this prophet Isaiah 6 verse 1 quote in the year that King Uzziah died I saw the Lord high and exalted seated on a throne And the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, and with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying. Now, Isaiah had never been to an IMAX 3D movie before, so I'm sure that what he was seeing to him was absolutely stunning, but also frightening. He saw the Lord seated on his throne and he was high and exalted well above the ground on which Isaiah was standing he was seated indicating that he was in control and there were these amazing lightning like creatures called seraphim and they were all around him in the in the air And together they were all saying these powerful words, Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of His glory. Now we're not told how many angels were there. However, when they were declaring the holiness of God three times for emphasis, Holy, 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 The doorposts and the thresholds of the temple were shaking, and the whole temple was filled with smoke. Seeing this, (laughs) shook Isaiah to the core, and he cries out, Woe to me, he cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the king the Lord Almighty. Literally Isaiah was so in awe of God, the angels and the powerful sound of their voices that he declares that he is ruined. Now that word ruined is actually a pretty interesting word in Hebrew. It means literally he was undone or falling apart with his knees giving way and perhaps Even losing control of some of his bodily functions. He was scared to death and knew he was going to die, because he was seeing the Lord God Almighty in all his glory. Not only because of the myriad of angels flying and proclaiming the holiness and power of the Lord, not only because of the place was shaking with the sound of the angels voices, But Isaiah instantly remembers that being in the presence of the Holy Lord God, that he was not holy. And he immediately falls to his knees and confesses that he is a man of unclean lips. And what happened next, I'm sure, confirmed to Isaiah that God was going to kill him for his lack of holiness in his speech one of the seraphim quickly grabs some tongs, flies down to the altar, picks up a red-hot coal, and comes screaming at Isaiah with the coal glowing brighter and brighter as he came closer. However, then something extremely unexpected happened. The angel doesn't kill Isaiah as he expected, but instead... He touches his lips with the coal. And he says, see this coal has touched your lips. He probably didn't need to say that because if coal touched my lips, I'm sure I'd be aware of it. But anyway, uh, now I have had some issues with fire in my life, but never did I think to kiss the burner on the stove when it was red-hot. So the angel says this, see this has touched your lips. And listen, Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. So here is Isaiah having the greatest experience of his life, literally being in the presence of God, hearing the angels praising his holiness, and having his sins atoned for or paid for. Just when he thought his life was over because he was seen in front of the living Lord God. Instead, God asks to everyone in the temple, Who shall I send and who will go for us? Now let's remember, the only person in there was Isaiah. <laughs> and yet, God doesn't say directly to Isaiah, I'm going to send you, you're going to go for us. But he asks a question. He gives Isaiah the opportunity to volunteer. Now, forgive me for my bluntness, but is there anyone else standing in the presence of God with him? There was a myriad of angels, but God's searching for a man who will represent him to his people and warn them about what is coming. And Isaiah is the only man in the room. Now, Isaiah would not have volunteered for the mission because he knew he was a sinful man living among sinful people. However, after kissing a bright red hot coal, which instead of harming him, heals him, and he was ready to be one of the most important prophets to the nation of Israel as they were going to go through a very difficult time. Do you realize that God wants to use us in this way as well? That he wants us and our story of his forgiveness and healing in our lives to be shared with others. That we are a people of unclean minds and we live among a people uh, with a pandemic of unclean minds. And may God give us the courage to share with others who are also sexually broken that there's healing in God's presence and in community. If you will trust me when I say that your biggest problem with porn is your isolation, you are convinced that God has turned away from you and He's abandoned you, but that is not true. He is our Father and He has said these words, quote, I will never leave you or forsake you. Quote. That's pretty simple to understand. However, healing not only comes from the presence of the Holy Spirit dwelling in our bodies, but it also comes in community. Getting on a team with others who have been where you are and are willing to help you find success in your recovery. So please, before the end of the year, contact me about our online support teams and learn how community is the missing piece of your recovery. And I promise you, You will not be disappointed. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. I hope you have a good weekend. I hope you're walking filled with the Spirit, with the full armor of God on, and standing strong in the strength of His might. God bless. Take care. And goodbye.